Welcome back to The Network Effect, hosted by Access Fintech. In this episode, we're going to be shining a light on the talent and potential in the city of Glasgow. Access Fintech started a Glasgow office in 2020, and it was headed by Party Castles, who is our head of securities and claims product here at Access Fintech. The office in Scotland is one of Access Fintech's fastest growing offices, along with the youngest office. It also includes 50% women compared to the industry standard of 12 to 14%. Also breaking industry standard, the Glasgow office has employees who are 17% of Bain background. It's not only inside the office that the team are trying to break the mould as well. They're helping out local charities such as Refugee, packing food and organising and serving in their shop. Members of the office have also attended Digit FYI Scottish Fintech Awards, as Par was shortlisted for the Outstanding Female Fintech Leader Award. I spoke to Par about fintechs in Scotland and despite the brutal hills, why there is more to come from the city of Glasgow. So I would tell you that there's nothing like Access Fintech anywhere. Um, I believe that our business proposition is unique, but when we look at ourselves as part of the fintech ecosystem, um, Glasgow, when you speak to some organisations, it comes across like that was a, a risk or an unusual decision. Um, but what needs to be recognised is that Scotland has a really long-standing finance sector and technology sector. So we have a thriving computer games industry. Um, there's huge amounts of work and innovation that have come out of that sector over decades in Scotland. And the finance sector has always been really robust. Um, a lot of tier one banks are represented in Scotland so when you bear that in mind, it suddenly becomes um, a much more realistic and sensible prospect than maybe was initially um, initially recognised. In terms of organisations like us, fintechs um, within Scotland, there are something like 165 fintech organisations across Scotland. Um, they do all manner of really, really interesting things from... Um, supporting individuals um, at end of life with distributing estates and things like that through to credit cards, charitable endeavours and what we do here at Access Fintech. So it's a growing, thriving community um, and we're really lucky up here in that it's a very strongly supported community. Um, so Scotland has this great heritage of making a decision to attract um, certain sectors and then really going after them and supporting the organisations that are here as part of that sector. So you had Scottish Financial Enterprise, now Scottish Enterprise, Scottish Investment Operations, who supported the banks and true finance organisations. And now you have Fintech Scotland who are doing the same for the fintechs. And it's an amazing thing, right? They create a network, they go out, they drum up support for business. They're um, canvassing politicians and really getting attention and support on our region. Um, it's an awesome thing to be part of. So the company's changed in some ways really dramatically and in other ways, not at all. Um, so we've grown exponentially. We're about four times the size that we were when I initially joined Access Fintech. Um, we've seen more teams develop as our client needs become more um, prescriptive and as our client base gets larger, our product suite gets larger. Um, so we're seeing more people doing even more interesting roles, completing more interesting tasks. Um, we've seen our network grow massively over the last couple of years as well. Um, so it's been a really, really interesting time. Um, but I did say that while some things have really changed, others have stayed the same. 
what has been interesting for me is that the culture and the spirit of the organisation has stayed the same through this growth cycle. So there's still the camaraderie, the team spirit, the affection between colleagues, and it's a really fun environment to work in. Um, and I guess still is dynamic. So we're constantly thinking, constantly designing, developing. Um, so there's nothing within Access Fintech that stagnates. Um, that's really exciting. After speaking to Par, I wanted to hear from the co-founders here at Access Fintech, Voice Sedon and Steve Fazio. I wanted to ask them why they chose Glasgow and also if Roy could do a Glaswegian accent. No. <laughs> I do start a lot of my calls trying to imitate a Glaswegian accent. I haven't offended anyone yet, or at least they haven't told me to my face. Um, I think I'm, I mean, in my head I sound fantastic, but they, they make fun of me all the time. I think we have a thriving office in Glasgow. It's not just that. It's, um, it's an office full of energy. It's an office that actually has a, a much higher in-person attendance. Um, than we have in, in other offices. Um, we have a much younger uh, employee base over there. So there's a lot invested in training and upbringing, but there's so much talent up in Glasgow. It's very exciting to be able to take people closer to their graduate status of finishing university and getting them into the ecosystem and showing them how a technology company works, teaching them what banking looks like, what finance looks like, and then getting seeing them grow up. But there's a lot of hunger and appetite over there. Did I expect to have a Glasgow office? Not, it's not that we picked Glasgow, it became opportunistic, but once we had our first employee in there, we said, hold on, there's a hotbed of talent because there's a lot of university, there's a lot of bank outsourcing, so you can mix and match experience with new talent and blend it together into something that really creates a, a healthy environment. Um, and it's a fantastic place for a company that wants to grow rapidly, doesn't necessarily have the resources to do it in a place like London or New York, but you still want to create a short distance, definitely on a time zone, language barriers. It just became a fantastic place to expand and to grow. It's actually bigger than our London office now. It's growing at a, at a really fast clip. Listen, our intention, like we never set out and said, oh, we want to have a lot of people working, right? Roy and I are both terrible managers as well. So like, it's like, that's the worst thing that we wanted. We were like, we're going to have to find people that are better than us. That was always the key. Um, if you asked me if we would have been 140, you know, four years ago, I have no idea, to be honest. Um, the, the, obviously the need and the demand keeps coming and we keep increasing and we keep adding, which is great. Um, Talk about, you know, if you told me we were going to open in Glasgow, like, would have never guessed that in, in you know, um, couldn't point to it on the map before we, we started the company. So there, there's things that um, kind of evolve and you, you're opportunistic. So we felt like we had some talent in Glasgow um, that, you know, we stumbled upon and it was good talent. And so we nurtured that and let it, let, you know, took a bit of a chance. And now it's a big office and it's a productive office. So, um, you know, in terms of culture, culture is super tough. There, there's so many different um, layers. Um, the, the office in Tel Aviv has a much different culture than the office in, in Glasgow, then in New York, and decentralized in the U.S. and then in London, it's different. And we were talking about the other day, like um, uh, there's so many different things. Like, um, and then you're trying to have on top of that, you're trying to have like the parent 
organization have a culture of its own you know think about you know a family unit that gets older and moves out and they all live in separate they're going to have their own individual cultures but when you fall back and go home to your parents house you're going to fall back within a different kind of culture and your significant other is going to look at you and be like what's happening right now and you're going to be like well this is kind of what we do as a family this is like awkward it didn't you know never thought you'd see this so um for someone that's bouncing around a lot and seeing the different cultures i think it's great Finally, I spoke to our HR manager in Scotland, Callum Jarvie. He told me about why he thinks the fintech market has more to come. Being from Scotland, but I've always seen the the sort of potential up here is it really still feels like it's untapped because so many of the businesses that base have any kind of base in the UK focus down south, particularly in London, obviously, and that leaves you know young talent, but also experienced professionals up in Scotland that are usually having to base their career with a, a London angle. So that was one of the things that attracted me to Access Fintech in the first place was how seriously uh, you know, Roy was speaking publicly about how much he wanted to invest in Glasgow. And clearly coming from Glasgow, that's really exciting. And I, you know, you meet the people here, got 14 or so regular people in Scotland who either work from the office or in and around the office. And it's just a great snapshot of the kind of talent available up here. And I think there's still a lot more to come in terms of how we can grow Scotland as the main hub for, you know, support roles or training roles for the company. So, yeah, I think I think there's way more to come in the future up here. Thank you to everyone that took time out to speak to me. And thank you for listening to our second episode of The Network Effect, hosted by Access Fintech. Catch you next time.